Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Okay. Just just for because of the way this has gone, mm-hmm. I assume the clown put laughing gas on this ship. Have you heard of Mythical Meats? They're a company out of Pennsylvania that takes beef jerky to a whole new level. Stemming from a passion for jerky and all things mythical and channeling creative energies into re-imaging exotic game meats as some of the most beloved mythical beasts. A few fan favorites include mermaid, dragon, werewolf, kraken, and phoenix. The flavors and tastes behind these are Hawaiian teriyaki pork, alligator, Cajun, and beef, venison teriyaki and beef, duck maple and beef, or sweet pepper turkey. It's guaranteed to satisfy the most fantastical cravings. Whether you're in need of an energy-boosting snack on the go or just searching for the perfect gift, this is the product for you. They're high in protein, low in sugar, and top-quality exotic game meats made in the USA and shipped straight out of Pennsylvania. Visit mythicalmeats.com to explore flavors, peruse all sampler packs, and get stocked up on supplies. And if you act now from April 17th for the next two weeks, you can use our promo code LARP23 and get 10% off your order. Go check them out, mythicalmeats.com. Mythical Meats is doing a promotional with our podcast, and so until May 17th, people can use the promo code LARP23, and it takes 10% off of their order. Okay. And so they sent me a original snack pack and a humanoid-style snack pack. Yeah, okay. They're blended mixes of different types of meat, so you have stuff from, like, Alligator, Cajun and beef to sweet pepper turkey, camel and beef, venison fire, yak and beef. Yak! And then I went So, do we need to give our honest opinion on these meats? She won't eat half of them. (laughs) You don't want one, I'm not going to ask you. I will probably, not that I have a chicken. I get it. She doesn't Um, like eating Bambi. do not Uh, like wild game. I find it gross. Okay. I love turkey. Okay, because the special edition gobbler, mm-hmm. the Thanksgiving one, that's um, turkey, beef, and cranberry. I will try that one. It's good. It's but like, I'm just letting me. you know, like, oh yeah, oh, absolutely. if he's if like if he's trying yeah. some, if he yeah. wants to tear yeah. off a piece and be like, hey, this is yes! this meat, no. I will give yeah. you my honest opinion. You want the yak? Yes. Well, the uh, the gobbler ones I got a stick for everybody. Oh, okay. Then the yeah, other give me, ones give me, give me. you can try a piece off of, but I want to give everybody the opportunity. Scissors, Daddy. Oh, I got a tunnel. Or something. I didn't get it. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Okay. Complain, complain, complain. I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> I thought I was in the right end. I was in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Somebody, <laughs> are you eating? Same one you are, the gobbler. Mm-hmm. 
Is it a little spicy? Maybe? It's a little sweet. Mm -hmm. It's that oh, yeah, cranberry. cranberry flavor. It's different. Hmm? So it's not bad. Texture's weird. Mm. It's like uh, mm. the texture of like a mushroom. Mm -hmm. I'm biting into it and it's soft. I'm not I'm not pulling the jerky part. It's a soft meat jerky. Yeah. It's not a it's yeah. more of a meat stick. They're all soft yeah. meat jerkies. Yeah. That was good. Not saying it tastes like mushroom. I'm saying it's like the texture. It's like the, a soft bite. Mm -hmm. Now, personally, I really like the Kraken. It's a maple flavored duck and beef. Is that the one we're trying now? No, that's the, you're trying the gobbler. That's I know. The, are we trying a new one now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope we were doing a taste testing and then a game testing. Yes. And like I said, oh, yours, yes. if you want to just give me a piece so that saves him one. Yeah, I just like the ones that you want to like do like a split out share. Grab That's all the other ones. I was just gonna okay. Have you guys bite a piece off or break a piece off, whatever? So the Kraken is what? Maple duck with beef and chicken. Is that one of the ones hard to open? You should be fine with that. Try that one. Okay. This cat, Harvey. <laughs> just snap a piece off. I wake up a couple days ago. Ooh. And this freaking cat. That's a smell to it. Wow. Oh has pulled out Ooh. not one you like it i like that one <laughs> he's pulled out not one not two i thought that three a lot of flavor i, really I like thought three individual mythical meat sticks and chopped on them and then i found a fourth one that only had a little chop that's got, I really like that one. That's got like, it's everywhere. He smelled it through the plastic casings around them. And ate the steak. And had to get in there and eat on them. We're talking about the same cat that found an extra piece of steak that we hadn't eaten. Grabbed the whole freaking thing off the stove, had it in his mouth, and he's walking around the house like, I got some steak. I, I, don't, I thought he had a sock, one of my little black socks at first, and I'm like, wait, wait a second, what is that? He drops it, boom, I'm like, oh my god, it's the steak! Alright, um... What was that promo code again, babe? LARP23. Yeah. You guys want to try the mermaid? Hawaiian teriyaki and pork? Yeah. That sounds like a dinner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm making you hungry now, aren't I? No, I'm full. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like eating a little bite of it because I'm just like... I just ate like a massive. Uh... You like spicy too, don't you? Oh yeah. Okay, we'll try the minotaur then next. Ooh, pork, what's minotaur? Pork snack stick with jalapeno. Ooh, pass on that. <laughs> oh, I'd absolutely. You can have my section. <laughs> I like the phoenix, even though it's spicy. It's like, it's like that um the the sweet chili pepper Doritos, this, the purple yeah. bag. The kraken's my favorite so far. I'm not usually a fan of duck. The Kraken I really like. I'm you don't off. really think about it. Is well, this the teriyaki? Well, duck by itself when it's cooked is really, really greasy. This one smells like teriyaki. Yeah. That one just reminds me of like a regular teriyaki stick. Hmm. Alright. Oh, I'm getting some spice now. Mm-hmm. On the tip of my tongue. I would probably say between the three, 
That one is, is probably my least favorite. Aww. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. I was like super excited to try it too. You I'm also like, got like a piece of pepper in mine. Mine was super sweet. Nope. That was spicy. Mine was. It was all sweet. There was no heat to mine. Cool. The sure. best part is if you ever it's choose to go online to buy them, you don't have to buy them like this. You can mm -hmm. pick out individual sticks. Mm -hmm. One of the last orders I did, I did five phoenixes and five um, krakens. And bought that by itself. That's the spicy one. That's this the, the jalapeno one. There's the a certain spice I do piece. go for. Pieces. Okay. I'm gonna take a little piece, but you might have to pass it back. Just be prepared <laughs> for that. There you go. Give it That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the Minotaur? Mm -hmm. What's in the Minotaur again? Jalapeno and okay. pork, right? Alright, hang on. Mm. If you're gonna oh. get a kick out of spices. Yeah, give me the spiciest one you got. Sausage. Mm -mm. Well, I think it's jalapeno like it. and pork. Oh. Yeah. Too much basil. Um. Let's see Too here. Fragrant. Rosemary. Give me the five. Give me my favorite. So, surprisingly, the duck. There's mm -hmm. chimera and there's leprechaun. Both are venison, fire, and beef. It's just one of them has a different texture to it than the other one does. It's like maybe one's more blended. Like pureed than oh, the other. Oh yeah, maybe one's more one meat. Or is maybe one more mild. Either one of them I would eat. Like I don't, I don't even have to try to know that I would eat them. I want to, <laughs> yeah, I want to try the venison. I'll pass on that one. Oh dear. I mean, okay, I'll try it, but I, I may be surprisingly you ever had surprised. Ostrich? No. You gonna try the uh, the griffin then? Yeah. I mean the venison. Let's yeah, try you the said venison. you were going to pass on it, so I'm trying well, to give I you said, an option. No, I said that I'll she's try gonna, it. She's going to give her a college try. I'm, I am probably going to not be surprised by my reaction. Don't think about it. All right, so this one's the kind of I didn't when Mom made the casserole. That was afterwards. You told me that there was deer in it. Because exactly. I was like, this tastes really bad. Ooh. Oh. So this one's and I didn't want to be insulting to mom, yeah. so I ate it, and I had like four cups of water, and he's like, you don't have to eat that. So this one's venison with beef stick fire. Beef stick! So hot? Yes. Sorry. It, I will say this. Even though it says it's hot, I don't really taste like super spicy. Say, no, nothing has been like, I mean, when you're, when you're talking heat, this, this has all been like entry level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of them are like breathe fire hot. Mm. Trying to Bye. take the old snoot test. I might ask for it back. I might. That, not. Which, which one was that again? This is the uh, chimera. Which had the which was the venison? Venison, venison. with beef with and fire, fire. stick. I mean, it was. I I mean, I so, would eat it, but it I would. Yeah. I think it. Jalapeno pepper in it. That's why it was spicy. Yeah. They both have jalapeno pepper in them. I mean, I that one is one I would take it or leave it. I was, I mean, mm. it's. And then this one's the leprechaun. This one says. Okay, yeah, there's something off putting about that. Fire snack stick. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you. <laughs> I'm. You, you don't <laughs> like it, do you? You can go to the restroom if you need to. No, I took a bite. Like this? Of the leprechaun, same thing, just different blood. The gobbler. I took a bite of the turkey. Now, this one... This is one that I would pick up... You know, if I, if I was, you know, 
wanting something like beef jerky, I would, I would probably pick one of these up. So far, we've got Minotaur and Leprechaun being yours. Yes. <coughs> that Chimera just hit me. Mine was the the second one we tried, the one with duck. The Kraken? No, that's my but favorite. The Those spa- are both off, right? Mine too. I really like that one. It's the spice that just hit me. Like I said, the the other one. I think the Kraken. The has one, like... one before the Leprechaun. Like I, I could take it or leave it. I. Yeah. But the Leprechaun you really like? Leprechaun's good. I feel like it's the a tougher Kraken texture to it. I think that's what saves a it. wave of flavors. Like when eating it, it's like, oh, there's a flavor, and then you keep eating it, and you're like, there's another flavor. And it just, like, start yeah. to finish the crack and have all different flavors hit you instead of it being just, here's a blend of everything, and this is the one flavor you get. Like, you could distinguish the different types. I gotta take a break. I'm... <laughs> no, I'm not, like, I, I just ate, like, a big old sandwich, and I'm, I'm full, so. <laughs> heat-wise, nah. Nah, these are, like I said, heat-wise, they're all entry level. All right, well, we still have some more that we can try later. We can try later on a break. My vote is make they make one that's like extra spicy, like they call it fire elemental or something. Oh yeah, that'd be a cool idea. Heck yeah, but what kind of meat would you want to use for that? Uh, bison would be probably a really good one, like some mix of like uh, habanero. Ooh yeah. A nice lean. Have we had bison or buffalo, or are they the wait? Are they the same? That's what I'm looking for. No, they they are they are different, Mm -hmm. but I mean. Taste-wise, I, I would say they're probably relatively similar, but they are different. Better than beef. So, the Loch Ness Monster is beef and buffalo. I don't see one with bison, so I don't think they did one with bison. But yeah, I think I think that would be like a really good one. Where like where they where they do little bits of, um, like I really don't like mango, Ooh. but a habanero mango. Oh my gosh! Oh, yes. yeah, where you get oh, yeah. you get you get the sweetness, <clears throat> but then you also get that burn. I think if yeah, they did the that mango, with a bison. Like, yeah, the mango like Now they do have Yeti, which is Andouille, Yak, and Beef. And then they have a Bigfoot, which is Elk, that's got a peppered peppercorn That'd be flavor. a good one, too. I've had Elk. I like Elk. Oh, I want to be burping now. But yeah, okay. I, I think... I've also been, like, chugging uh, that, because... I was trying to get the, the deer out of my face. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that'd be I think that'd be a cool like you know for a mythical creature uh, you know fire elemental and do like you know because it it, it fits it fits with the color. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good. Thought. All right, so you guys just finished watching uh, Barrel go off into the uh, the astral sea yep and turn into a, it's its own land its own yeah. world now you guys got your wishes um, and you're still kind of sitting there except now you find yourselves back on your ship uh-huh. and you can still see the opening into the astral sea um, right off the bat, there's a swirl of magic that forms at the ship, so I need to know where your guy, where you guys would be at. You're all gonna be up here on the main deck when this happens. Crow's nest, Mercer. Mercer's up in the crow's nest, of course. Um, where would uh... Celine would probably be over by the uh, telescope? Do you have a link to your podcast? Uh, 
Yes, I post it to the LARP channel's Facebook page all the time. Where'd you say Celine would be? She would probably be by the telescope. Back here? Yeah. Okay. That's what I need to do. I need to find the sticker for the, um, the, the, up here at the front. Uh, where would, uh, Oh, actually, no. Celine would actually be at the front of the ship working on, working with the crew to mount the, um, new ship head. Okay. Whatever that's called. It has a name, but I yeah. Where would Zabak and Esther be? <clears throat> Zabak's hanging out with Hal, as per usual. Esther is going to be up at the bow, just kind of taking in the spray, kind of, you know, like a dog. Okay. But just kind of enjoying life. She is watching the crew try to mount something on the front of the ship now. I can't remember if you guys did the, the lion or the angel. Angel. Okay. So We, did, we didn't get a choice. It was the angel was yeah. the only one we got. That's right. Because it looked like the... Yes, that's it. Because um, that's that's when we... When Mercer was the only one, that was what was... That's right, because you guys interacted with Lune in the one room, and depending on how you interacted with her, determined which one you got. Three of you went for peace, and Mercer was kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> Double birdies, and then got... Baned for the 24 hours. Yep. But yeah, so we got the angel. So what does the angel do then? The angel, I will have to get back to you on because I don't have that box. Okay. Because I was gonna say, usually we, when we get something like that for the ship, it does something. Yeah, and I did not bring that box with me. I will. I'll find the download version on the digital dungeon. That's fine. When I get a chance, and I will send it to you guys. Perfect. Um. But a swirl of magic right here starts to form. Um, Celine and Esther don't notice it. Mercer and Zabak will notice it. As a spectral form of uh, Cedra appears. And he just he stops, he looks around. Okay. The unusual thing is, though, unlike his past messages where it's just spectral form, the arcane circle on the floor raises a few questions. He's like, um, busy, busy. Oh, gosh. All the way up there? I drop down, and ten feet from the ground, I fly. And then I just... Oh, jeez. Uh, what was that now? How you doing? Ah, well, you know, we, uh, survived another end-of-the-world encounter, and, uh, you know, barrels made it off into this lovely landscape that is now Continent Mercer, as he quickly grabs a little stick and, like, a little flag and writes, you know... Zabak bursts into tears. Oh, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> um, and then he knocks it over because he's just kidding. Um, it's uh, the continent barrel. He makes a new one. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Please don't. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, he's like, yeah. So, all in all, it, it went. I mean. Okay, well, 
We, we sensed a burst of energy from the far side of the Great Sea, and I was under the impression you guys might need a little bit more help. I haven't filled her in on all the details. Um, I'll let her introduce herself, but I have someone to temporarily help you for a little bit. Helping hand always helps. Uh, normally I'd send them off with the Cedar Drunken crew, whatever they're calling themselves now, but they're away at the moment, so... Yeah. And then he goes, don't forget to stay in touch. He disappears and she appears and then all the magic fades away. Okay. Who are you? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, Caitlin. Here to help. Been sent to be of service. Sweet. What do you do? <clears throat> um, I kill things. Nice. Cool. Works for me. Okay. Have fun. All right. Describe yourself to us. And Mercer slowly flies up ten feet around, up back to the crow's nest. I <laughs> <So eye> level. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, well, after a round, yeah, he's eye level. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he just he just kind of standing there, hands on hip, just. Okay. Up to the Awkward crow's nest. Austin Powers elevator skit. So what does uh, what does Caitlin look like? Um, yeah, you would ask. I thought we did this already. I forgot. Uh, already. Woman. Woman. Um, okay. she's my height, so she's five eight, and she has like uh, like a smoky blue skin, so kind of like a blue gray type of type of looking color, and then okay. she's got dark purple hair and uh, like piercing purple eyes, like violet. Right. Oh. Um, I've got uh, a whip and a rapier on me, and I wear very. A whip, you say? <laughs> He's going to describe you. <laughs> describe me. Um, very, very flashy, um, put together, uh, elegant looking tiefling. As elegant as I can be. Tiefling! <laughs> yes. Esther is in love. <laughs> Swoon. Uh, you, sure. you you hear coming because you're you're near her. Esther barges <clears throat> forward to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Esther. And then you hear so from behind from es- from behind Esther. You hear, I know you don't actually have anything, but keep it in your pants. <coughs> from <Anyways>. Celine, <laughs> and she's like, no, it needs to go a little bit more to the left. Come on, guys. Oh my god. I have never Was that to me? No, no. So to you, to her. Okay. I've never been booby blocked so hard. Because <laughs> I was like, if I wore pants, I would. And then she turns around. So you you see this this red haired uh, human in yes. full plate. Of course, red hair. Dang right. Um, in full plate, uh-huh. and she's in there. She's directing the crew who is mounting. Um, something on the front of the ship, and she's like, "No, no, little to the left, guys. Come on, come on." But she literally like turns so for she's a second. Kind of in command is the vibe I'm getting, for sure, of the ship. Like Celine, people oh, respect her Celine, and oh yeah, are giving her the authority and mm-hmm. and will listen to her. He's the direction. head, she's the neck. Yes. Got it. Um, but she's like. Uh, I apologize. What was your name again? Caitlin. Caitlin. Celine, welcome aboard. Good work with you. Guys, come on. 
Let's do this. <laughs> Esther is a dragonborn with surprisingly similar coloring to your own. She slings a weight bar around. Okay. That's her focus. You know the the What thing. kind of what kind the of staff? where was um Mercy? What was he wearing? <laughs> the little one. The big little one. Mercer? Yes. What was he wearing? So Mercer wears mithril scale mail. Okay. Um he wears goggles and has a uh what looks like an Oni face mask okay. that covers his uh, face. Okay. Um, he has longish hair about to his shoulder. Axes. Nope. Mm-mm. No weapons at all. Uh, just you see the only thing that you could potentially see if you're paying attention right. close enough is what looks like an arcane uh, pistol. You also notice he has on a blackish robe that looks like it has stars all over it. Yep. Six distinctive stars. Okay. And you know that es- notice that Esther is wearing the same robe as mm-hmm. well. Kind of like mm-hmm. a guilds. No. You'll find out. It's Maybe. pretty. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. It's pretty awesome. Okay. Anyway, Esther's staff. Well okay. You know Got how it. you know how dry ice gives off that nice fog. Yeah. There's kind of a fog that trails behind the staff because like ice, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's really cool, man. But That's most cool. of what Mercer carries on him, he has in his bag. Um, so you really, other than uh, you see the backpack that's on him, you see the robe, you can see the front section of his uh, mithril scale, okay. and then, like I said, he has what is an Oni mask. Right, but from, and, from what I can see, I don't know pistol. Do I see, do I do I recognize the similarities between the capes? Like, is that pretty obvious? Yeah, it's not they, hidden. They look yeah. identical. Right. They look so, identical. like, I'm noticing... Shortman syndrome with chainmail. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, hardcore. Scale mail, but even scale when he's mail, only walking, very attitude in the room. Okay. Very, you know, loud. Look at me. Look at me. Typical only okay. child. Okay. <laughs> yeah, very much um, the case. Celine. Celeste. Celine. 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 Okay. Think underworld. Yes. Uh, exact spelling too. Or in this case, under armor. <laughs> Big, big, spelled the same. big boss. Yes, yes. You've been really, spelling it wrong the entire time. Not yeah. really Have intimidating. Really? Not intimidating, but just very much. Two years. Now you tell me. I'm just thinking like. I've wait, got wait, a plan. wait. Yeah, I've got a plan. That. You've got to do it. Is it stay on task? It's not S E L E N E. I thought it would be. She. C-E. He's been spelling it C E. C E. Not Celine Dion. That's how I've been spelling it for the last two years, and now he tells me it's S-E-L-E-N-E. Okay, and then you have two characters, right? Yes, and my and secondary... One, one is twinsies with me. Yes, okay. in the coloring. It's, okay. It's funny. Great minds think alike. Right. But you're very, like... She's, like... Energetic? Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm feeling, like, mine's more elegant laid back. The back is kind of uh, the mom. Bel- yeah, the back's the mom of the group. Is this your other character? Yeah, this is okay. the back. The and what is, and she's a, what is she? A reborn she's a turtle. She's a reborn turtle. So, so she's like so the arms. Think and the diaphanized. Legs, you see a skeletal set of bones, but with like this blue sort of almost looks like a form of energy. That Don't forget around it. The back's voice is raspy now. That looks no. More that like was the always kind of her voice. Yes. 
but you but had you had that like you almost like see the bone. So, the Scottish accent yeah, was so bad I had to stop. Limbs, hands and legs. Bones, Girl. but with a translucent Diaphanized. Skin. Yeah. 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 It's not you. gonna be a turtle, but there is a picture I can show you. Yeah. So it's not a turtle. She it's is a, a turtle. She is a the turtle. The picture I'm gonna show you is, is not. not. But think, you're just you're just showing me the skin. Think mm-hmm. the ninja Fine. guys. Yeah. Copyright. But not ninja guys. But not the ninja guys. Okay, fair. fair, fair but you see uh, a pretty gnarly looking battle axe that's on... Literally um, a jawbone. Well, jawbone for Zabak, a battle axe for Selene. Oh, yeah. She also has this very nice shield, but she is she's heavy armored. Now, before I got sent here, yeah. mm-hmm. was there a type of pecking order that was in place that I was directed on who to go contact. Would I would I be told to go see Celine? Probably. Or would I just be like Celine or Zabak? No, the guild was just like, you're gonna go help this misfit crew and it, it, you go. were just told um so that I was they wanted not you to help told to report to anybody. You were just told to the crew of the Star Seeker and that's who this is. And they needed me. Yeah. So Correct. in my mind, That's I am the important about. one. No, see how no. you are. You are the assistant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They need me. I don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, that's how you say Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Esther loves the toxicity. <laughs> but I mean... Unless you are going to change that direction where the guild told me, hey... If, if that's how you're going to... They sent her the, to help. Did the, they use the word help? Yes. Ha! Okay, so they sent me to help you guys. You're the help. So that means you're the unders. You're but the bottom But they wrong. said that you need help. They sent you to help. They didn't Correct. say you need help. Yes, so you're the under. You're the low rung. You're bottom. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Did Mercer go back up into the crowd? Yeah, he did. Okay. Like I said, remember? Yeah, he Hands on up. hips, slow fly, straight up. Oh, Superman style. All right. So, over saunters the back. <coughs> what was Hi. your name again? Caitlin. Very simple name. Caitlin. <laughs> so glad to meet you. Welcome aboard. Ignore these idiots, please. Esther, keep it in your pants, I swear to God. Hey. All right. The you second a few minutes after you guys um, have started to get to know each other a little bit, um, you keep you turn around and you're able to gaze out to the strange new world that's formed at your feet at this point. Thunder booms from the clear and sunny skies, gusts of wind swirl around you, followed by a sudden blinding light. By the time your eyes readjust and a figure. Hey, Mercer's eye level with her. Because <laughs> he's up in the crow's nest. Hovers before you. The, di- the divine otherworldly form radiates a moonlight glow that pierces the air around you. It feels as if time itself is frozen and the entity's stoic gaze settles upon each member of your party. Oh, I am Lune, I queen of the stars. You must answer for what you have done. Oh no. I'm just like eyeing every single one of you. 
This is our like third Help encounter me, with her or fourth encounter. This is the first time you've But like her as herself. Form. Mercer just kind of looks at her and goes, what do you want? As he's standing in the crow's nest. Oh boy. Granted, Please don't you're, you're, you're like this with her right now. Okay. Literally. Uh, oh but but let, let, let's, again, let's, let's kind of look at Mercer's rap sheet. Again. Ancient oh, Red no. Dragon, told to go piss off, and succeeded. You've never gone toe-to-toe oh, with a deity no. before. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, please no. Please. Oh, no, please no. No, so he's, he's, he's standing in the crow's nest. What do you want? <clears throat> Mercer, I swear to God. Lune looks out at you and says, I know you have many questions. Allow me to explain because you do not fully understand the consequences of your actions. Oh, no. I oversee the balance of the stars and planes, and that balance is now askew. By your deeds, the shape of the planes have been reworked. Oh, no. This change to the material plane has disrupted the order of the cosmos. It has pushed the balance of the constellations out of order. The North Star is no longer north. The procession of equinoxes and a night... Enolema of the seasons have become disordered. The cosmos have become unstable. Why are you like this? This is your doing too. Oh, man. If balance is not restored, the material plane will suffer dire repercussions. The seas will rise and the earth be upheaved. Oh, no. Go ahead. This will set you in motion, but this you may also cure. If a new star is lit in the cosmos, I can add it to the balance of constellations and thereby restore order. Oh. The so, fate of the world rests with you. Will you undertake this quest yes. and restore life to a dead star? That was not the first time, so... Let's go! Have at it! So she brings her hand down opens her hand up and a small chart appears in front of you and it's a star chart um and with it comes uh, does the blessing come with it yes along with it comes a blessing um since ordinary ships cannot operate in the astral plane without the aid of an astral helm the generic term applies to a variety of specialized magical items. So, Mercer sees the astral compass float out of his pocket, and it fuses into the ship's helm, what? creating an astral helm. Nice. That's gonna make him mad. You just took something from him. No. He kind of looks at it. Looks he at it. He's like, I understand that, but I use that for all of its functions. Well... So, do I still get control of the functions of the compass, even if it's not on I'm me? Sure, I'm sure it's better now, man. I'm sure it's better now. Like, uh, Oh, man, please let this be better. Well, I use it for detect magic. I use it to detect life around us. I, yeah. I, I know, man! So... Now that I, I can't use that while we're out traveling, it could be very much of a problem. Um, I'm sure it's fine. I wish I had a generic compass on me. I would attach it to a string and be like, here you go. It won't work. Here you go. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Carrot stick. 
And he's asking her. What's in it for me? Oh, I, I know. He just wants to know what's in it for him, man. I'm trying to see if that actually alters the compass altogether. Well, it, it does because it's fused to the ship. It's not like I can just take the ship with me wherever I go. Or can you? Oh! <laughs> Don't tempt me. I would too. He'll do it too. Do you still have the bottle? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Marshall gets rid of nothing. Don't encourage him, please. So technically, you could take the ship with um, you. What about the crew? What are they gonna do? Die. What? No. Well, if you recall, when you guys put the ship into the bottle, it puts them in stasis. Who, it put them into a suspended animation. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Because Mercer even... sat there staring at the bottle, looking at how, going. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! But what if you're gonna put it into a bag of holding? Uh, you're gonna kill a lot of people. Oh my God, really? <gasps> that's horrible! Don't do that. Leave them in the ship, regular. Then we don't risk breaking the bottle or killing them all. Oh my God, I hate you. Ugh. <sighs> No, we're on the ship. I can't do that. Okay, right yeah, now. please don't. <laughs> we would all die. Well, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, he asked. I mean, like you've just stripped away a very useful magical tool from me. Yeah, man. I understand it's you need for the ship, but at the same time, though, very much useful mm-hmm. on my travels. He says, for the moment, this is only temporary. Be. Opens her hand again, and you see an octagon-shaped talisman that has a carving of a compass on it. Okay. And on each of the eight sides, as well as the top, the bottom, and then carved into it, looks exactly like the astral compass. That'll do. Now, she hands that to you. Uh, she bows her head slightly and raises both hands to the skies. The time is now. Fly, true adventurers, and save the stars. The fate of the world is in your hand. Yeah. The ship vibrates slightly, mirroring and trembling in the goddess still raised hands. A moment later, the ship rises from the water, rising aloft ever higher and higher. There's a great rumbling as you feel your vessel ripple through the air. It builds to a climax and then suddenly stillness and silence. In a flash, Lune has vanished, and so has the world around you as you once knew it. Okay. Your new environment is like nothing you've ever seen. Endless blue, purple, and silver expanses that extend in all directions. Distant flickers of light and slowly drifting hunks of stone can be glimpsed far above, below, and all around you the vastness of the astral plane. You feel somewhere in between and tired and alert, like the calmness of a dream. It is disorienting for a moment, but you still have a ship to fly and a star to find. Well, that was fun. I got work to do. Let's go! And a moment later, Mercer feels a bzzz, in his pocket. Boop! Man. <laughs> I am deceased. 
cursor hits the little record button. Oh no. Um. Well. <laughs> you funny guy. <laughs> I guess it's not the worst thing you've ever done. Uh. And it puts a stone away. <laughs> and Mercer flies down, heads down to the Arcanum, and proceeds to work for the next two weeks. You hear Al going, We're in the middle of the astral plane and you want to take two weeks? We ain't got time for that. Well, and Mercer, as he's, as he's just kind of like walking down, he goes, That is cool. He goes, well, I mean, there's always there's always a possibility that the uh, you know the Arcanum speeds up time on me, and I'm back in seven days. Uh, you never know. Time works in mysterious ways. No. As he kind of he it's kind of linear, it's kind linear and fashion, like fool. Yeah, it, we've made it work every time. Eh. Uh, fine. Temporal folding of space, you know, it's, it's all good. Anyways, like I said, Mercer then proceeds to walk down and goes into the Arcanium and starts working on his scrolls. The downside is, this doesn't show the same map as the other one does, so I remember where the Arcanium was at. Uh, was it at the top? Where no, the... the Arcanium was in, it was like on that side, yeah. Was it, was it right here? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so out of game, remind me what exactly it is you're trying to do and why it takes two weeks. So, because of the way as rules are written, mm -hmm. um, at 10th level, artificers get the ability to reduce the construction time of magical items and or scrolls. Okay. So, I the typically a third level scroll takes one work week, which is five days. Um, I can quarter that. So it only takes me a day and a quarter to craft a single scroll. So I spend the first five days crafting four scrolls of paste. I then take an additional two and a quarter days to craft three scrolls of blur. And then the remaining time, uh, which is uh, two and three quarter days, I scrapped 11 scrolls of shield. It takes me two hours to scribe a scroll of shield. <clears throat> While conscious? I need to find a place While to concentrating, buy I should say. Stuff. That and that's eight hours of work. Stuff? You need what? I need a merchant somewhere, somehow. We're going shopping. You're you're in the astral plane. I know. We've been needing merchants since day one. They are like, far and few between. Well, to see if there's like an astral shift that's like you know, astral magicness. You know, like on, uh, yeah. like on, uh, like Animal Crossing, where there's this ship that just randomly appears and it's got he doesn't know a damn thing. Or Waterworld. I know about Animal Crossing. What about Waterworld? I played the original Nintendo 64, or not Nintendo 64, Nintendo GameCube Animal Crossing. Yeah. There was no ship that you sailed on unless you were going well, to the Hawaiian Well, you didn't say you're not sailing on a ship, but the ship comes to you with the with the sneaky guy that sells you maybe counterfeit art for the museum. <laughs> That's funny. But the 64 one, you didn't run into anybody like that. You sailed on But anyways, Waterworld has randomized yeah. ships of people that are trying to scam you. 
Yeah, but that's over a body of water. You're basically in outer space right this, now. We're a ship in outer space. <laughs> it can happen. Exactly. This is a combination of okay, how about water this? world how about this? and Star Trek meet Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, how about this? Hey, they met Roll, Merchants and Firefly. I have a suggestion. Roll your percentile. And if it's 90 or higher, there is a ship. No, we need higher. No, no, that no. That is it. I got a 42. 50, oh, you There's no ship. We're not going shopping today. <laughs> maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Be but over the, over the course of those 10 work days. All right. Give me evens or odds real quick. Evens. Odds. Okay. I odds it is. Yay, he picked me. It was evens. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I, I typically go evens. <laughs> So what did you choose? Odds. Yeah, it was 76. <sighs> it's not cut down to a few hours. It's an actual solid week. So you guys have a week to figure out what you want to do while Mercer decides to go... That means seven chances for... Seven days in a week, yeah? Seven chances for a merchant to show up. Seven chances! Yes! And each chance it increases by 5%. So, mm -hmm. Celine does... Because she also knows of needing a merchant. Um, True, but who's got all the money right now? Esther! No. I've got a lot of money. Mercer's Mercer. holding almost all of the ship coin. And Mercer went into the Arcanum to do his stuff. So you no. guys come across the merchant. I have my bag of holding. I had the guy fill it with all as much coin as he yes. could. Oh, you right. do. You have a bunch from what you've earned. But like, as we've traveled and whatnot... Mercer's mm. the holding the purse. Well, what's what's your currency? It's 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 regular. Yeah, yeah. Copper. Silver. I mean, I have as much money as I want, and I came in out of nowhere with you guys. You guys don't know how much money now, I have. Now, how much gold was it exactly that he gave me? Twenty-five thousand gold. But, um, but again, at the same time, taking consideration of those are eight-hour workdays. There are still time that Mercer's not in the Arcanum. So I need to see if you actually get lost in the Arcanum then. Oh crap. Yeah, so it's potentially that I do get lost occasionally. He did he did uh, grab some, you know, the like fruit that lasts from our little because we have that little garden thing. Yep, the the Gaius greenhouse. Yes. He grabs all the stuff that lasts the longest. So, like, he grabs some apples and things like that. The stuff that will be out and not just rot in a few days. Okay. Knowing that very well he could get lost. It's not the first time he's gotten lost, so. He always prepares now. I was, honestly, I was half tempted to go off course and say you guys run into a whole different adventure just from traveling through the arcade. <laughs> no. Possible. So seven days to, to see a astral shot? Why are you coming in your mouth? Because I'm crunching a much and I don't want the microphone to pick it up. But, so in that interim as he's kind of coming and going, mm -hmm. um... So again, as he's coming and going, mm -hmm. um, one, you know, Celine hears the conversation about you know needing the merchants. She goes, "Why the flag?" Well, the flag's been up there the whole time. 
Well, no, they there are color coded flags that indicate what like what you're doing, and especially as like looking for like a merchant vessel and things like that. There would be a standard colored flag that you would fly. Yeah, it's a white thin strip flag. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, How had you put that up long before you guys ever got to the correct? But we wouldn't always have it up. We'd be taking it down and replacing with particular flags we need. Okay. So realistically, the first day, since no one thought about it makes sense that we didn't we forgot to raise the flag and so it makes it a lot harder you know Celine then you know on the second day says you know oh we're needing mer you know yeah we could use some merchants fly the flag okay it'll at least help that anyone that has any type of you know telescope to better observe our intentions and give us a better chance of running into somebody all right Walks up with something behind my back. No. <laughs> Alright, so we'll take a crack shot at seeing if you guys come across anybody over the course of what it would be now be six days, because first day everything went sideways. Um let me see here real quick. Now you only need two hours a day. No. You're doing this the whole day. So the first the first Two scrolls, or sorry, the first four scrolls take me um, two hours each one to do an hour and a, or one or a full eight hours, and then another two hours. So ten hours of work. Yes, for the four scrolls. So you have time in between to like eat, and yeah, poop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not like I'm I'm locked out for twenty four hours. It's okay. just basically so, I go into the because the the Arcanium is kind of Mercer's like little world. And he goes in, like, anytime he's doing work or whatever. So why don't you have a merchant in your little world? It's still a library. It's just, oh. it's so many knickknacks of objects and items that used to be enchanted that retain residual magic. That when you go into this little 10 by 10 room, it's anything but a 10 by 10 room that basically looks like a library. It re it reforms itself it moves stuff around it adjusts okay. things okay so you Thanks. could potentially still see the merchant if we find one yeah i could okay. depending on on the timing like generally from you know we'll say from seven in the morning to three in the afternoon i'm in there every day okay so if the merchant shows up the later half of the day yes it's possible don't worry esther will make sure he sticks around for you also, I have a question. Hmm. If we find one. Since Zabak is usually hanging out at the stern, the wheel, with Hal, isn't it logical to say that they've become close friends? Not necessarily. Uh, to what end? If they're just friends, then yes. He would treat any of you the same way he treats any of the crew, or at the same level that you guys treat him. Just the same basic for shipmates. The what what? Shipmates. shipmates. Got it. What do you think I said? <laughs> Not a P. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's kind of like your well, boss, right? And you get along with your coworkers. We are the boss. Right, you're the boss, yeah. and you get along with your coworkers, but you're not gonna be like, "Want to go get drinks?" 
Wanna mm. wanna hang out at the clubs? There's been a couple co-workers I would have hung out with in real life. But did it take a day at the stern to get there? No. <sighs> but they've been, you know, sailing for a long time. Two days is not a long time. No, no, no. Prior no, to this. No, we have been, like, all together, we've probably been sailing Years? for over a yeah. year or two solid. Okay, so potentially you could be... It also depends, like, how much of a people person he is. <laughs> not. Not? How? How is yeah. not much of a people person. So it would take a lot for him to get comfortable enough to be like, yeah, I'll let you in. Yeah, but we've been hanging out at the wheel for a while. Yes. I've been in my position at work for over a year, mm-hmm. and I'm not in that place. But I also keep it professional at work. Mm-hmm. So it just depends what you guys talk about. Mm. Do you talk about work or do you talk about personal life? Whatever. Whatever pops up. Whatever pops up. Okay. So. You'd think after a while it would turn to, you know, family and all that good stuff. Maybe. Mm. Well, he showed you from the very beginning that he is very loyal to people who show loyalty to him. Yeah. So maybe in his own way he is your friend. But it's just not the type of friend that you want. He doesn't speak the same love language as you. She's married. Yeah. He's a back castle partner. Yeah. But... Not love language like partner yeah, like, language. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like his his a friend to you and how you perceive what friendship is may be different to him. He shows it by you treat me with loyalty, I will give you loyalty. You may think of it as like, let's go have dinner and talk about the weather. Alright, cool. Two different perspectives of what a friend is. So for all you know, you could already be like Yes, bro. Get matching necklaces. Yes. Matching tattoos. I have a matching tattoo with my best friend. I'm getting a tattoo on Tuesday. It's tattoos day. Okay, that's not a thing. I'm gonna get it. But it is now. Congratulations, you just started a new trend. Yeah. (laughs) Back to game. Okay. Lauren, stop sidetracking. Never. Alright. So, first day, I need everybody to give me survival checks. Ooh, okay. Esther coming in strong here. I survive on my looks, so can I do a charisma check? No. Nope. <laughs> Mercer with a 20. Okay. Celine with a flash of genius is going to be <laughs> uh, a 17. Okay. What about the other three? Eight. Nope. 16. I died yeah, already? No, you didn't die. Okay. 16 and 17. Okay, so out of five, four of you guys make it. Yeah. So the unusual weather conditions from sailing the Astral Sea does not cause any issues for you today. Uh, because of that, I'm going to roll. But it causes me issues? Hmm? It causes me no. issues? No. Oh. It's, it's, it's a group it's check. It's a group check. 
Oh, thank you guys. Yeah, which we normally are You're very welcome. sucky at. Well, I just piggybacked off of you all, so thanks. Yeah. Typically, the majority has to roll successfully for it to be a success. Okay, good. I still think I should be able to, to roll with my good looks. Okay. So way, way off in the... Who's, who's where? I'm assuming Mercer's back out on the ship. Yeah, he'd be in the crow's nest. If if he is if he is not in the arcanum, he's in the crow's nest. Is this like a beam? Can I do can I do like gymnastics on the beam? Well, the beam is directly over a grate that's the storage area for like fish and stuff. So <laughs> it's smelly. You have Don't do it. Salt water and okay. fish coming up. What about here? Or what about here? It's on the banister, but sure. You're seeing nothing but the astral void beneath you. Sure. Um. Mercer would be the first one to notice it because he's up in the crow's nest. By the way, Mercer does have the belt uh, attached to his side at the moment, or he has it clicked on, so that way the the levitation belt that takes twenty four hours it gains its charge of levitation. That's right, and you are in the astral plane. Mm-hmm. How many of those belts did you hang on to? Uh, every single one I've gotten from any night elf that had one or far elf. So a chain of filament. Okay, that's a lot of chains. Um, Alright. Esther's at the bow, of course. Mm-hmm. Mercer sees something way off in the distance, and it looks like a tiny little pebble that's moving. Mm-hmm. And it's slowly starting to get a little bit bigger and bigger. It looks a lot like another um, astral ship, but it's got this weird ring around its frame that slowly rotates. Like Sonic? Ew. No. Oh. Very slowly. Oh, okay. Can I make an Arcana check to see if I know what it is? Uh, sure. Twenty-three. Just a second here. As, they, as it starts to get closer, what looked like just a solid brass color turns out to be a more of a dull brass with blue stripes. Mm-hmm. Um, then you start to notice little blots of red, like so the front of the hull might be painted a stripe of red that runs down the underbody of the ship. Yep. Um, you're seeing two sets of flags that are connected from the crow's nest. And as you start to get a little closer, you start to notice some very unusual humanoid-looking individuals aboard ship. And all you hear is... <laughs> as it's starting to get closer. Geese? Or is that their horn? It sounds more like a horn. 
but oh. like that, you know that that horn that kids on put bikes. on bikes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do I hear the horn? Yes. Do they look like they're on a collision course for us? Uh, no, they're definitely distinctively coming in on the port side of the ship, and it's a solid 50 to 100 yards distance. Okay. Could I roll like a history or insight to discern if I know what that is? Like, because like, I assume once I hear it, I would look up or out. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask for insight as to the flags as yeah. do I know what their intent is. is. Yeah. Um, given that you guys have never been in the astral plane with the exception of her like two visits from the robe. I'm just assuming that they based similar off of nan- or standard nautical flagging. So how, how much background do I have coming in? Can I be of help in this? Would you give me the chance? There's opportunities that you could have read about the astral plane at different times. Right. It's just the difference between reading something in a book and then actually being. Yeah, but would my character have been in the astral plane? No, not like that. Okay. I didn't know how much. Yeah, getting to the astral plane. You're making me to help them on things like this. It comes down to basic roles. If you make the role, then you are a So can I do insight, or do you want me to do history? You can do either one, whichever one you choose. Okay. That goes for any of you guys. I will do insight. I got a 13. Give me a sec. Uh, I got a 9. Let's see. Was that for Mercer or Celine? That was for Mercer. Celine. So Mercer doesn't have a clue. That's 29. Yeah! Yeah, I rolled a 5. I just rolled a 20 and Celine's inside is a plus 9. What'd you say? What'd your character roll? I rolled a 5, but I have a plus 8, so I have a 13. Okay. So you'd have gotten it. Selene would have gotten it. What did Zabak and Esther get? Perception, you say? No. Insight. Oh, oh insight. Insight or history, whichever you choose. Uh, ooh, 16 for Zabak. That'll get it. <laughs> and uh, 13 for Esther. That'll get it, too. Okay, so everybody uh, else kind of got an inkling oh, of what sweet. this is. But we Mercer roll as a group. Head going, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys have heard of the occasional appearance of Space clowns. Oh no. In the astral sea. <gasps> I am a performer. Yes, they are actually a thing. I know they are. <laughs> so back's like, ugh. I get excited. Screw this. They're pirates. They're pirates? They're not performers. Oh! They're performers, but they're also pirates. Are they going to rob they're us? pirate performers. They can be a royal pain in the butt. So can you. <laughs> Your character in game. <laughs> so, sorry. What what are things? So space pets, but like do we know them as of being uh they're coming to potentially attack us? Uh the stories you have heard about either indicate them to be really, really good, which would be the entertainer types, right. or really, really bad, which would be the killer clown types. You can't tell which is 
which is which until you actually interact with them. So like Mercer, it depends on first impression. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, space clowns can be almost any race, but they look like various types of clowns. Right, 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 right. I'm I am on the banister fangirling right now. <laughs> okay. As they are approaching. Because I am excited for their performance side of things. Okay. Okay? That is what I am doing. Okay. What about the other four? Mercer is just he's at this point he's just like uh, whatever. And goes back to what he was doing in the crow's nest. Uh Celine's like well, this could go good, this could go bad. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Alright. This is where I get to do kooky little sound effects. So the ship comes up to a, uh, a bit of a stop, and you start to notice these flaps on the sides of the ship start to come out, as if to help slow them down a little bit. One of the clowns is like the same size as Mercer, up on the banister, holding the banister, waving, and all you're hearing is No No So look at this hand. I look at what everybody else is doing at the bottom. He's he's causing a distraction in my mind. He's he's on the banister of the main deck. Oh, so he's down there. Like my level? Or crow's nest level. Your level. My level. Yeah. Okay. So, Celine just sits there, and as they get close enough to where she can kind of project her voice, she's like, Greetings and well met. <laughs> I apologize. I do not... I do we not don't hear speak, speak loud. language. Carry on. Holds up a finger, jumps down off the banister, waddles off like a penguin. And then another one, another guy comes over, and he's just, every step he takes. Oh, God, no, make it stop! It's so cute. I hate it! Looks over the banister, looks down, looks up at you guys. Can I do like a... Oh, God, no, please no. Greetings! What can I do for ya? Go away! Well, the biggest thing mm-hmm. is... Can I have your autograph? I'm a huge fan. Reaches into a jacket, throws something out, and you just see this little roll of paper go... Opens it up, it's a little hand-drawn picture with the weirdest-looking signature Aww. on it. I will treasure it. I have, a, I have an <laughs> autograph now. Um... She goes, well, the biggest thing is, is that we're actually looking for, our crew's looking for some, potentially, uh, some merchants. Uh, do you happen to know of a stop ring? This, you know, we're not, truly we're not too keen on the knowledge and the inner workings of the astral sea. So pointing in the right direction would be extremely helpful. Reaches into the other side of his jacket. Pulls out a bottle that is way longer than his jacket. Mm-hmm. Slides it over, uncorks it. <laughs> Back into the jacket. 
What is it you're looking for? Um. Well, crew, what all are you looking for? Need rope? I got rope. As he starts causing a rope to go straight up. <laughs> uh, no, <okay>. no. <laughs> Goes back down. How about flowers? I got flowers. I love flowers. Uh, no, I don't think we're in the need of that. Uh, do you have any type of headgear for sale? <clears throat> Reaches into a pocket. Helmets. Pulls out a helmet with clown hair rolling off of oh it. Oh my god, no. <laughs> what does it do? Helmet! What does it do? Oh. It sits on your head. <laughs> I toss him a silver. Oh god, no. Don't encourage him! <laughs> Even you know, every once in a while, a DM has to have a little bit of fun. I know. I hate it. I just don't I like clowns. <laughs> I didn't write them into the D&D world. I, I know, and they should be erased from existence from the D&D world. Um, Agreed. Uh, hey, my game. I'll do what I want. Well, not quite looking for anything like that, unfortunately. You're amazing. Sticks it back down to his pocket. Well, what are you looking for? I mean, do you just want me to sit there and tell you what I'm looking for? You said a helmet. I showed you a helmet. You said no. Do you have anything that is I mean, like, use? magical in nature. That has magical properties that can be used. You know? And again, do you, like... I, mean, I can just sit here and start rattling off magic items if you want me to. Items I'm trying to roleplay in, in the way of... I'm going into a merchant. Tell me what you have. Items that are not in the entertainment side of things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a second here. I love your performance. Get that. Don't encourage him! Don't tell me what to do. <gasps> so we're looking for magical items? Crack my whip. Mm -hmm. Oh, mommy. Get in line. Oh, mommy. <laughs> oh, it's Caitlin. Oh. I don't have any children. Ooh. That's not what that means! Is that Marcer? Yeah. <gasps> Uh, Mercer's up in the crow's nest, not paying a lick of attention. I don't know what you would call that. <laughs> not messing. <laughs> oh boy. And this could be helm. This could be. That's what you call it. Any type of head item, yeah. whether it's a headband, goggles, the the works. Have you ever seen Jack the Whipper? Yes! Jack the Whipper? Is it Jack? Jack the Whipper. He did Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. He does all sorts I of love, things. I love the Sailor Moon one. Yes! He did mm. um, a milkshake. Yes! That one was hilarious. Yes. <laughs> He's good. He goes, okay, okay. So something for the head, but not like me style stuff. Correct. Walks wow. over and pulls a uh, box up about the size of one of my cigar boxes. Mm -hmm. Props it open, reaches down. All of a sudden, his arm goes all the way down to the oh, shoulder. Oh my god! Reaches his arm back up, and pulls out this. 
pulls out a helmet. A poor horse. <laughs> it has two sets of horns. The first set of horns roll back like a ram's horns. Ooh. The second set of horns just go straight back like an antelope's horns. And it covers the majority of the face like a gladiator mask sort of mm -hmm. thing. Yes. I got this. And what exactly does that do? Um, honestly, I'm not sure. I never bothered to investigate because it scared me. Uh, uh, I put it on and my eyes glowed red. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, I don't mean... need it. What's that like? Uh, detect magic or investigate? Uh, what you looking the part for it with? Man, I'm I'm thinking somewhere based off what you're telling me, I'm in the market of somewhere between fifty to maybe seventy five gold. Go eighty five. About eighty. That puts at the five over my high end and just five under your your end. Eighty two and three copper. Eighty one and seven copper. Okay. Mercer, drop the coin. Wait, what? <laughs> Reaches into his pouch, grabs a small, uh, grabs a small coin purse, and drops it down for Celine, and she hands it over. All right. Do you have any uh, shields? Shield, shield, shield. You hear from the, the crow's nest at the very top. Do you have any adamantium? Mm. No. Mercer's like, I'm out! What's the what's the role to find out if they're in? Uh, insight. Can I check? Yeah. Nine. I believe it. You know, kind of looking for potentially. There's been a couple shields that I've been, you know, I would like that. I have, I've had my eye on specifically. Uh, a couple of them are the Sentinel Shield. Um, has been one I've been very interested in. Um, so he reaches down and he goes. I do have a shield. Okay. How do you feel about dragons? Man, it doesn't bother me none. Reaches down, he pulls up a shield that has an emblazoned red dragon's uh, head that sort of juts out a little bit. I got this one. Mm, what does it do? Uh, protects you. <sighs> Need a little bit more specification. Because the better you can explain what it does, the better I'm willing to... You know, pay better coin for it. Mm 
I mean, if it's just, I mean, if it's just a shield again, I'd be in the 50, 50 gold market. Let's just say when when one of our guys before he passed away used the shield he became extremely hard to hit Um, I don't know exact I'm not like super detect magic appraise know what stuff do sort of thing but this 250 he paid 300 for it. So it's used. Still yeah. in the same perfect condition it was in when you bought it. Mm. 300 sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> Mercer! Why are you stealing all my coin? I'll tell you what, 300, I'll throw in a mythical dagger. How about that? Sure. So, uh, Mercer drops down um, gems that are worth 250 gold in a small bag, and then another small bag with 50 gold in it as well. So, 300 gold in total. Okay. He tosses the shield over. He says, hold the handle and hit the button on top. An old dagger comes out. Very nice. Just plant it back in the handle. Awesome. Anything wand related? Magically? I don't have any wands. Um, Can I like <coughs> walk back and forth? Because I mean, we're, I'm guessing, I'm assuming we're side by side with this ship, right? Yeah. So you guys are going this way and they're going the opposite right. direction. So like... The, like, let's say that's their ship and this is our ship. I kind of want to just walk back and forth mm-hmm. to kind of, like, make sure that they're not, like, boarding our ship. Oh, okay. Kind of. Okay. That's my end game, is Got to you. just make sure that they're not doing anything secretive, so. Okay. Um, give me a perception check. So, um, what she, Celine asked um, basically, she goes, what is your highest magical item that you have that would be either willing for trade or sell? The best of the best. Hmm. All right, for the moment, you're not seeing anything. Good question. Hmm, I think I know. Which is back down to the box. Uh, Mercer can give me a perception check. As you see him pull a... Uh... Mercer, Mercer, Mercer. Perception. Um, I'm going to use my flash of genius. That's going to bump me to a 22. See him reach down and he pulls his hand out. And it looks like a pistol, but the barrel is about the size of a large... So it's a blunderbuss. It's a blunder pistol. Mercer instantly fl- drops down to the ship and just about, again, 10 feet from the thing, starts to fly and then lands. Ah. 
He notices around the edges of the barrel are arcane markings, and then there's lines of arcane markings that follow uh, along the whole body of the pistol. What's it running? 480 gold. But you're going to have to sweeten the pot if you want me to separate with it. How about a rare collection of coins? How much? Let's just say it's worth about three times more than that pistol is. So, fifteen hundred gold. Yeah. Hmm. Say that's pretty sweet. Let me see the coins. Shows them this collection of collector coins. Okay. <laughs> And then from behind you here. <laughs> Alright! Mercer, really quick. Do uh, you want one too? Esther wants something very, very cool. Mercer is going to cast Detect Magic on it first, foremost. Yeah, he is picking up magic on it. Okay. I thought I wrote it down. Um, where he sees runes and carved on it is where the glow of the magic's coming from. Can he make an arcana roll trick to. Or, or Arcana check real quick to make sure that it's not a one and done dud. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a 20. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely not usable. Mercer is going to go fly up to the crow's nest. And he goes, oh, wait, wait! Well, he only moves 10 feet, so it's not like he went really fast. Here! Tosses something up to him. It looks like a shotgun shell about that size. Yeah. That only works once, but that's the gun you gotta use for it. Does the ammo it's used? Yeah, it looks like a one-off. The gun doesn't use ammo. Okay. That's specialty ammo. I'm giving it as a gift. That sounds drunk. Huh? What? Mercer slowly floats down and kind of turns, you know, back to him. How many more shells you got? Who's that? Where can I find more of these? And, and you know, like he's deadpan serious, just like. Um. Okay. <laughs> Slowly flies back up. Right. What was it? Esther was one thing. Oh no, I didn't write it down from last time. You just wanted a cool item. I wanted a really OP item. I was hoping you'd indulge me. Did that summon beast something or other? I believe so. I really don't feel like I need any party. Yes! Yes! I wanted a staff of... Yes! I wanted a staff of summon beast. Okay. So, out of game, you know if you get a second staff, you won't be able to use both staffs at the same time, right? And I still want the other staff. Like, could she trade off? Like, mount one to her backpack? I mean, she can one? carry it, but the problem is she won't be able to use it, because you have to be attuned to it. Um, How many weapons can I attune to? Just one? Three, I thought. Yeah. You can attune yeah, up to three magic three. items. Oh, okay. It's not specifically three weapons. No. Three. Okay. No. 5e took and goes... Oh, you want to be one of those really cool, super powerful, awesome, just like fully decked out magic 
No. Our fighters are the only ones that get a fourth magic item. Do you have any cool whips that I could use for this game? Are you asking that in character or me? Add a game before I start role-playing it. I've been using items out of this thing. (gasps) That's not to say I can't create an item, but I need to know what exactly you're looking for. Flame whip. Wait, I am immune to fire. How much does a scroll of summon beast cost? Uh, depends on the level of the scroll. What do I need to know what the level of spell is and I need to know what level of spell you want it to be. Level two is fine. Uh, level two mm-hmm. is going to be um, where'd it go? Give me a second. I have a scroll of autograph. Level two scroll. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be about two hundred and fifty gold. Okay, so <laughs> they'll I mean they'll range. They'll be anywhere I mean it'd be a it'd be a relatively common scroll, so I mean I would like, between hundred to two hundred and fifty. I would like one hundred scrolls of summon beast level two, please. Because <laughs> you just have that line around. <laughs> I, I don't In the astral plane. Oh man! <laughs> You get one and a half. <laughs> Can I commission you to make something for me, my homie? We're not sticking around here for much longer. Oh, man. What's your most powerful magical item? <laughs> he just points his mercer still flying. <laughs> <laughs> your second most powerful magical item. Points to Celine with the shield. <laughs> the shell I gave him. Why don't you okay. ask? Okay, what can you hold, Lauren? Like, what things can you hold? I have a bag of holding. No, I meant like, <laughs> can you wield a two-handed sword, a shield? Okay, I can't a, wield a shield. Like, you already have a staff. Yes, I've and got. Is that two-handed or that's, one? That's the wrong person I was looking at. There we go. Maybe you could get like some type of tiara. Mm, some head. I already have my circlet of blasting. And my animated staff of binding. Maybe you can ask them if they could like tattoo a rune onto <gasps> your person. Yeah, that can't possibly go badly. <laughs> I'm scaling. A tattoo on your person to summon a beast. Love it. Is that a thing I can do, please? Successfully. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to tattoo through scales, but I'd figure it out. I mean, it's rune magic, so it so, would potentially not even be tattooed. So here's the thing. Like there is a spell rot tattoo. It's an uncommon item, and it it's a single-use, second-level spell. You could totally have her get tattooed and get... A hundred like, times? Get a little, no, get a little honey badger... Oh my god. Put somewhere on like her ankle or something or wherever you want it. And I can summon beast? It allows you to summon it allows you to cast that spell one time. That's what I'm saying. You and would never need, like, again? You would need like ah! no, Lauren, you could get like a hundred of them tattooed on you. That's a terrible idea. But <laughs> a horde of honey badgers all over your A horde of honey badgers! Have I used I'm this just one just yet? Saying, it is I mean technically there I is a magical it would go item away that can once do you've that. used it. Uh, see. Oh no, uh, this is not going to be. Must hold 
Let's see. Is there a way skin. to layer it onto another? What kind of arrows you got, my guy? Is there a way yeah. to The tattoo does vanish. So you could get 100 tattoos. I'm not doing that. You could get 10. That's not worth the pain, man. Okay, okay. What kind of arrows have you got? So she's not into pain. Got it. Oh. Is that a turn-off? No. It's like... <laughs> context is everything. <laughs> Back to your arrows. <laughs> what kind of arrows you got, homie? <sighs> arrows, arrows, arrows. Give me just a second. Arrows, arrows. Uh, Do you want me to roll another perception? Yes. You yeah. Have to tell me when. Uh, so he reaches back down to the box, down to the shoulder. But you notice it's his left hand this time. Pulls up a quiver and goes, one, two, three, four, five, seven. What you got? Ten arrows. Of? I rolled a six. You don't see anything. No. Um, I know. Now these arrows break when you use them. Oh no. However, when you shoot somebody with them, if it hits them, however much it hurts them for, heals you. Mm. That's pretty cool. So even if I don't hit them, it breaks though. Mm-hmm. How many have you got? Ten, Ten. of them. Gimme, mm, how much you want? Ten gold an arrow. So 100 gold. Perfect. Give me. Hands over 100 gold. What else you got, my guy? What other uh, projectiles? Our, our captain's calling. I gotta go. Oh, man, come on. Oh, what? She wants a whip, man. Have you got a whip? I want a whip. And then I start to do a performance with my whip actions. I'm gonna roll for that. Because I want to impress him. Uh, either performance... I got a 31. I rolled a nat 20, and I'm just like dazzling him with my whip performance. Okay. I got a question. I got a question about the arrows. Let's say I just go to stab somebody with an arrow. Does it still work? Mm -hmm. Has to be shot from a bow. Okay. Thank you. What What else you got? I mean, you could be like five feet away and shoot him with the arrow. Ah. <laughs> Still miss. Yay! Yes, technically. <laughs> what was that? Squirrel's going to the wrong end. What? When the boys are going to the bathroom, there's the toilet. What did you do, Mom? What did you do? Okay. Ah. Anyways, whip. Ah. Oh, hi, Squirrel. Okay. I, I've got an interesting whip. Um, this actually, uh, are you familiar with trolls? Yes. Which kind? So, <laughs> yeah, certain, certain, um, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm having fun. Thank you. This is, we called this troll bane. Okay. This, uh, it, it's kind of a strong whip. But if you fight against a troll with it, it's a really strong whip. Okay. May I test it out? I don't have a troll. I meant like to see how it feels in my hand. Hmm. 
Real quick, just, just real quick, just real quick. Walks over, he pulls a lever down, and you see part of the banister pull down, and then all of a sudden extend out to create a temporary bridge. Mm-hmm. Boarding plank. Yeah, and I hop, and I hop on. He's motioning to hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. All right. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm on our ship. You, you, you see the main mast there with the rope tied around it? Mm-hmm. Test out and hit that. With your whip. Hmm? Okay, so am I doing like an attack? You'll do an attack roll. With my whip. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I got a 19. Okay. You actually get a 20. Okay. And it does one extra point of damage as it hits. Okay. Sweet. Because now, like I said... You hit trolls with it. It's really nasty. Okay. Add a game. Yeah. Troll would be what? So with the whip, it's a plus one right. to my attack. If I was Plus to... one to attack and damage rolls. And damage rolls. But yes. if I do a troll... It's plus three to your attack, and it does an additional 2d8 damage. Nice. I'll have to shut that down. <laughs> um, what are you looking at to part with that? 400 gold. Even after seeing my skills, mm-hmm. and I do uh, persuasion with a twenty-four mm-hmm. to talk him down. To what? Half. Two hundred. Mm-hmm. He won't even consider it. A fourth. Knock off a hundred. Three hundred. Knock off twenty. Knock off twenty-five percent. <laughs> so it would be a three hundred gold to part with it. Okay, 300. Okay, so I give him 300. I gotta go. Okay, okay, okay. Huge fan. So okay. I give him the 300 gold and take the whip. Alright. Back over your ship. I'm gonna okay. take it off without you. And then I run away. You immediately see, the second you step foot back on the main deck, the bridge goes back up and they start to take off. Am I on my ship? Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's exciting. I replace my whip with that whip. How okay. You're gonna have to do a special because you're in just base. I'll just remember to do it. Make it. Make a custom to... note. I thought there'd be a way to like enchant the whip or something. Anybody want another piece of mermaid? I'm good right now. Mermaid, no. I do need to knock my gold down a bit though. I've been saving for my own business. So we're gonna go into the next day. Survival checks. From all five characters this time. We did all five last time too. Yep. Ooh. Hmm? My survival is a zero. And okay. I rolled a ten. Okay. Uh survival. Mercerl uses Flash of Genius on Selene, bumping it to a 14. <coughs> okay. Mercer didn't break a 10. Okay, so that's two no's, one yes. What did Zabak and Esther get? Kind of all on you now. Step it up. Let's go. So, 
two hits. Oh boy. Bonus. All right. Remind me again. Survival. Yeah. Plus one. Yes. That's gonna be. That's gonna be a dirty twenty for Zabak. And okay. oh boy, nine for Esther. No. Oh man. Sorry, you guys. I suck. You said it also does a bonus to the damage, correct? Plus, plus one. To, plus one. Yes. To hit and plus one to damage. Correct. Before we get into this, mm-hmm. just because that yesterday does the arcane blunderbuss require attunement yes it does what does it do normal shot will fire a force blast that does 1d12 okay um you can charge it for up to two rounds to increase it by 2d12 And then once per day, it can do a cone-shaped force blast. My whip is 1d4 damage. You said if I hit a troll, it's an additional d8? Or are you going to go back to d8? Yeah? Yeah. So it's badass. Yeah. Okay, so if hitting a troll in total instead of my plus one bonus, it's plus three. Correct. Okay. And again, if hitting a troll is an additional 2d8 damage on top of my d4 plus 4. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's plus 4 from your modifier. Uh, that's just my whip damage. Yeah. And it says it's 1d4 yep. plus 4. Yep. But this is just an additional 2d8. Right. 15 foot cone. 15 foot cone, but it's 4d6 instead of 3d12. The shell? The shell is called a dragon shell. It um, it does a 30-foot cone one time. Um, I think it's 68 poison damage. Only once? Only once. Like loading a 12-gauge shotgun shell into a shotgun, it's only going to shoot one shot. Yeah. That's essentially what he gave you. It was a shotgun shell for a blunder pistol. What are the chances, like, does he have the ability to potentially take something apart to learn how to make it? Or is he more magical? Like, would he be able to take that one... you got to ask him that. I'm both. What are the chances of you successfully doing that? Depends on him. Because it's almost like if you take that one. Because I am an explosives expert as well as. It. Yeah. Uh, you could potentially learn to make more. Mm-hmm. Or something similar. Which is probably what well, I will attempt to do. <sighs> Our little arsonist. Amen to that. Uh, the dragon shield? The dragon shield is just a simple plus two shield. Plus two shield. With a flippin' dagger. Oh, yeah, and it has the emergency mithril dagger that you can pull out. Okay. Uh, okay. Ah. I gotta look. Remember? 
your little secret compartment. Yeah, the dagger. Where you go, bloop, bloop. And then, <laughs> magic. Nice. Thing is, it's a mithril dagger, which means it's indestructible in this world. Magic! No, no. No. No, 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 Generally no, speaking, no, no, no. Plus two shield like that does not require attunement. This does not require attunement, does it? Squirt. 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 around and find out, kitty cat. I said frick. Um. I'm gonna kick y'all. Just uh, bump Celine's AC up. Yeah. Yeah, notice how I didn't give something super powerful to Celine. She's already a pain in the frickin' backside. Yeah. Hit. Hi. How are you? Whip. I could do two whips. You could. You could be Jacques the Whippet. I could. Yes! I could do two more whips. Do it! Mom. Poppy Chulo with you or Codpieces. Darn it! It's better than yours. I get to do no. better. I have to charge. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm. I'm okay. So I got what the information for my 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 stuff. Out of the five of you, three of you failed. So second day, Mercer finishes up with his scrolls, comes walking up. Hey, what's up? And all of a sudden, you're all hearing uh, from behind you as you see a comet starting to make its way. Okay, just just for because of the way this has gone, mm -hmm. I assume the clown put laughing gas on the ship. Uh -oh. <laughs> no! <laughs> so you don't think it's a comment? No. no. It's just the way he's just like, it sounds like a canister just producing, and we just the clown. And... Do, do you hear sounds in the astral plane? Yeah. In this case, yes. Okay. Uh, Mercer yells at Hal, evasive maneuvers. He goes, lads, brace yourselves! Oh. And make dexterity saving throws from everybody. No! Oh. If I put darkness on it, will it stop it from dispersing? Or will it just be dark? I think darkness specifies, uh... It just makes it dark, right? It's not gonna affect the comment. Dang. Comment. Can I charm the comet to turn left? It's not a sentient thing. So no. Try <laughs> Well. What are we doing? Dexterity saving throws. Oh, yes. I'm going to eat it. You failed? Uh, more than likely. <clears throat> what did you roll? Well, let's see. Celine got a seven. That's a fail. <laughs> Mercer got a nine. That's a fail. 19. That's a success. Okay. If it's laughing what gas and everybody starts laughing, I will hit. start laughing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start with Esther this time. Esther for... Wait, athletics? I love no. how this rolls. Dexterity saving Thank you. Girl. Mm -hmm. yes. To be honest, that it just shows you the breakdown. Dirty 20. Just does all the math That's a success. Mm -hmm. I know it is. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a nice tool. Just... But I see where the downsides are where you're in nineteen the books. Okay, so Celine and Mercer are the only two that get affected by this. Womp womp. The comet hits the ship. 
They both take 16 points bludgeoning damage and get knocked prone. Now I gotta roll again to see if the 50% is a good or a bad thing. Is it a comet? Yes, there's actually a comet okay. that impacts the side of the ship. Oh, okay. no. Um, Are we in a comet storm? No. Okay, just a random comet flew by. Correct. Okay, got it. Um, two sections of the comet chipped off and landed on the ship, and you see two uh, unusual-looking uh, fiery creatures <gasps> form up and stand. No, come on, man. I tried to speak. Hello? Welcome in. Always start with kindness. Hello. No. Get your shit. Get out. Uh, here and here. And they just start pounding on their shields as they take an offensive stance. And you guys go into initiative. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.